It's episode 44 of Amen, Brother Ben, the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. Let's everybody lay hands on my equipment, cast off the demons, but now that we've done that, we're ready to go. My apologies to those of you that uh, were like, why does your, your episode sound terrible today? We had some technical difficulties. It's been a weird week. Um, but we've had, with all the technical difficulties, we're going to do this again. Oh, maybe the fifth time is the charm. <laughs> oh man. Uh, we are talking or supposed to be talking about Zechariah and we're going to be finishing out this book next week, but there's a couple parts of Zechariah eight that I'd love to point out to you today about the kingdom of God and the difference between fasting and feasting. All right, so that, that doesn't sound like they're connected, but but stay with me here because in Zechariah eight, it's been about twenty years since God's people have uh, gotten out of exile, and I was, we've talked about this in the earlier episode how they got their priorities out of whack and they they built their homes nice and big and they they put their efforts into other things, but God's house, God's temple was not was not in any any shape. You know, it was it was still in ruins. And um, while that's not a big deal now, again, this, that is old covenant. There was a, an arrangement God had set up with his people where uh, his presence and the worship and the sacrifice uh, and the exchanges between God and man happened at the temple. Now that, we're living in new covenant times. Jesus fulfilled all that, changed all that, updated all that. And so we don't worry about that. A church is, is the people, not a building. And God can be worshiped wherever you are, as long as you have the Holy Spirit given to you at salvation. So it's totally different, but the the principle remained that God wanted his people to rebuild his kingdom. Now, we know it's not his full and complete and perfected kingdom. In fact, Zechariah took a lot of time to look forward to the future uh, and remind us of when that would actually happen, but God wanted his people to to rebuild a representation of his kingdom wherever they were. And so that's why it was a little upsetting that they hadn't even bothered with the temple, which is, again, where the presence of God was. And so his people were obviously not chasing the presence of God in their lives. They just wanted God's gifts and God's stuff, but they didn't necessarily want God. But uh, they had a task at hand to rebuild God's kingdom. In fact, uh, in, and then they're... they're they would be tempted to do other things, but Zechariah tried to kind of show them what the fruit of that kingdom would be like in Zechariah 8, 5, and 6. It says, this is what the Lord of heaven's armies says. Once again, old men and, and women will walk in Jerusalem's streets uh, with their canes and will sit together in the city squares, and the streets of the city will be filled with boys and girls at play. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies says. All this may seem impossible to you now, a small remnant of God's people. But is it impossible for me? Says the Lord of heaven's armies. He's saying, listen, I know what the world's like. I know that right now it's madness. You don't have a lot of protection. You feel exposed. But when my kingdom comes and my will is done on earth as it is in heaven, to borrow the uh, the Lord's prayer from Jesus, that when that happens, when God's rule Rules are obeyed, and his and he's able to reign, and his he's able to give that abundant life to his people. Then 
It's a benefit to everyone. Those that are weak and marginalized, the, the young, the old, the, those on the fringes are cared for. They're taken care of when this happens. That, and, and apparently they were living in a time where old folks or little kids couldn't run around in the streets because it was too dangerous. I know that some of y'all grew up like I did in the 90s, man. I went outside, got on my bike, and you know rode around my neighborhood all day without a, th- a thought and a care. I didn't see my parents till the end of the day, and they didn't worry. But now I don't even let my kids out of my sight because of all the things that uh, we, we think could happen. And that's, what, that's the difference, I think, between God's kingdom uh, and the effects that it has when we either uh, follow his rule and reign or we don't. Uh, and, and so that's kind of the fruit that we see that we hope to. And we're like, yeah, I want that. And, but we realize that we don't have that, that a lot of times that's missing. And so in verse 18, I know this doesn't seem related, but stick with me. It says in in 8.18, it says, this is what the Lord of heaven's armies says. By the way, he keeps saying that to remind them that he's the Lord of heaven's armies, that he has got the might and the power to back up these promises. But he says, the traditional fasts and time of mourning that you have kept early in summer and midsummer and autumn and winter are now ended. They had like ceremonial, traditional kind of like holidays in, in their people where they fasted. They went with, you know, and fasting just means going without. It means going without food or, or, or something else as an exercise in, in self-denial. Um, and they, they had these, these quarterly, it seemed like, fast. And, and God says they will become festivals of joy and celebration for the people of Judah. And then he says this, so so love truth and peace. Right? He's saying so you need to love truth and peace and I will and you will if if my kingdom which by the way is attributes of God's kingdom then he will turn our fasting into feasting. Right? And and so right now even though we cuz fasting reminds us of our lack. It reminds us of our want. It it reminds us that we face a a sinful, broken, lacking world that we have damaged with our sin. And even as Christians, that's our reality. And so sometimes when I fast, I think about the people that go without. I think about the people that because of unjust things happening and greedy people and, and liars and thieves, there's people all around the world who do not have enough to eat and they go without. But... We, we still fast to this day because we are looking forward to the feast that will come later. There's going to come a day where we will go and God will take that, that fasting and turn it in to feasting. In fact, he talks about it in Revelation 19. He said, blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. There's, there's this picture of, uh, of what happens after judgment and after God's, after Jesus comes back again, and there's this big wedding fest, this big party. That's why I love to do weddings. I DJ weddings a lot, and, man, you eat good. Everybody's in a good mood. You feast, and that's what's going to happen for us uh, in probably more than one way. Uh, this is probably the best way that he can communicate to us. Jesus talks about it too in Matthew 22 and Luke 14 that that the kingdom can be illustrated like a a wedding banquet. Like God's kingdom and his eternal kingdom, he's going to gather people and we're all going to share this table together and we're going to feast. Now we're not there yet though. So there's going to be times of fasting. There's going to be times where we go without. Maybe you're going without right now. Maybe you need to purposefully go without today. 
I think regular fasting, not just out of habit, but when God leads you to go without food, go without TV, go married couples, go without sex. I know crazy talk to be able to be reminded and brought closer to God in your lack and in your want. And so we can be made aware of the feasting that will come one day when God fulfills his promises, when he puts everything back right as it should be, and everybody has what they need and more. That's what we have to look forward to. So I can't wait for God. And let's just take a second today and worship the God that takes our our lack and turns it into plenty. That takes our going without and turns it into abundance. Who takes our fasting well, one day is going to let us feast with him. That's Amen Brother Ben. AmenBen.com if you need anything from me. Back tomorrow to talk some more Jesus and Zechariah. Y'all have a great day. We love you.